Draconian Theatre Group presents Wine from Greenland by Alejandro Nicholson. Welcome, sir. Hello, Rose. Ian hasn't arrived yet, right? I'm not surprised. Our regular table, please. The table will be ready in just a couple of minutes, sir. Thank you, Rose. I'll wait here. Listen, I'm at the restaurant. I'll call you later, okay? Bye. Hi, Anton. I'm so sorry I'm late. You should be. I've been waiting for quite a long time. Welcome, sir. Hello, Rose. The table will be ready in just a couple of minutes. Sure, Rose. What a dreadful day I had, Anton. It's been hell in the office. And I arrived home and I had a fight with Kira. Ah, uh, how is your wife doing? She's been quite anxious lately. I suppose I've been quite irritable myself. Tell her I say hi. I will. We've been fighting a lot lately, you know? Well, married life. Well, marriage isn't the problem. Come on. Nowadays, it's just a piece of paper. All you need is a lawyer, a couple of signatures, and you're out. No, the problem started when we bought that car together. That's quite a commitment. And then, last week we put the first payment down on a house. A house? Are you sure you want to take the relationship with your wife to that level? Real estate? Ian, you're out of your mind. I thought I wanted it. Maybe it was too soon. The table will be ready in just a couple of minutes, sir. Please find this evening's main courses on the blackboard, as per usual. Let's see. What are the specials tonight? Well, Ian, let me tell you, you don't need to have a marriage real estate affair to have a wreck of a week. Mine has been quite terrible, too. What do you think? Chicken or fish? Fish, of course. I heard the chicken is terrible this week. You heard? From who? Who do you know that comes here besides us? No one. But one hears these things on the street. People talk. About the quality of the chicken? People talk about all kinds of nonsense. Don't be surprised, Ian. Anyway, where was I? Oh yes, terrible week. I have to finish this play for the theatre company and I haven't written a single word yet. I have Mrs. Carlson breathing down my neck. And then, there's this woman I've been seeing. The married one? Yes, the married one. Trouble in paradise? No, on the contrary. Things are going too well. It was supposed to be just sex, but now she's wondering where we're going. Even worse, I'm wondering where we're going. Seems you really like her. Yes, I know. Isn't it dreadful? If I'm not careful in no time, I will be like you. Buying cars and apartments. Houses. Same thing. 
Well, yesterday Kira and I talked about the possibility of having a child. Thanks, Ian. You're a good friend, trying to make me feel better by showing me the severity of your situation. I mean, what was I thinking? Marriage and houses are one thing, but you can't come back from parenthood. Well, I did something equally serious. What? Are you telling me you adopted a child? Practically the same. I bought a croton. A what? A croton. It's a plant, but it's so difficult to take care of. It needs a lot of sunlight. Soil has to be consistently moist. Are you comparing having a kid to having a plant? Of course. I would even say that a croton's even more difficult to take care of. I mean, they both require constant attention. But when you cannot take care of them for, let's say, a week, that is where the difference lies. You can leave the kid a few days with a friend or your parents, but a croton, for sure it'll be dead when you get back. The kid may be harmed, but definitely not dead. People can say, sorry, I, I killed your plant. But nobody will say, sorry, I killed your child. At least not with the same straight face. Okay. I see your point. Are the gentlemen ready to order? Let me ask you something, Rose. How's the fish? The fish is awful, sir. But the chicken is even worse. Well, I think I'll take the fish then. Me too. Excellent choice. And to drink? Maybe a wine. Any recommendations? Of course. We have a marvellous white wine from Greenland that goes fantastically with the chicken. We'll take one of those. Very well. There are wines from Greenland. <laughs> Who would have thought? You know what we should do, Ian? We should go to Greenland for a month. Just be there, away from everything, to clear our minds. Greenland. That would be nice. Real nice. I could really use some peace. But no, no, it's impossible. Kira would kill me if I left like that. And the office, they would laugh at me for even asking for a month off. Yes, you were right. I have to finish the play and I wouldn't like to be away for so much time. Because of the married girl? What is her name, by the way? Also, if I leave for a month, what would I do with my Croton? It would definitely be dead when I come back. Maybe we could go somewhere for the weekend. There's supposed to be a nice B&B about an hour from the city. That sounds... Feasible? Yes, feasible. What an awful word. That's what we are right now, Ian. Feasible. Not adventurous, not intrepid, but feasible. 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 The more I say it, the worse it sounds. Face it, Anton. We're prisoners in our own lives. We may once have had the possibility to choose. That train's long gone. Feasible. There's nothing left for us but 
to follow the direction that's already been set out in our lives by the choices we made years ago. We may have had the rare illusion that now and then we do something to actually change who we are or where we're heading, but it's nothing more than that, an illusion. We are guards and inmates of our own prison. With no possibility of escape. But there has to be a way out, Ian. There's always been. This is nothing but another cell where people like us are put to be controlled. Before, they were made out of concrete and steel. Now they're made out of material possessions and social obligations. But we've always escaped. We've always found a way out. You know, my grandmother used to say that she never felt more free than in her old age. A widow, her sons and daughters gone. And she could do whatever she wanted. But I don't want to wait till I'm old and tired. I want to be free now. Ian, you know what we should do? We should get rid of everything and move to Greenland. Start from scratch. Yeah, sure. I guess we could sell the house and take the car. Maybe Kira would like Greenland. Who knows? No, Ian, you're not listening to me. I mean, get rid of everything. Wives, lovers, cars and crotons. Everything. We can't do that. Why not? Well, we just can't. We have responsibilities and obligations. But you don't realize, Ian. We've been brainwashed to be controlled. We don't have to follow all the random rules society teaches us. We can leave all that behind. I am talking about reclaiming our identity. My identity is quite clear, Anton. Don't drag me into your midlife crisis. Your identity is just a blend of attributes and associations that instead of defining you, point away from you. I have the feeling that if I understood what the hell you're on about, I'd be deeply offended. Who are you? Who is Ian? You are Kira's husband. You're a car owner. You work in an office. You are Anton's friend. Your identity is defined by what you have and by who you know. So is yours. So is everybody's. So what's your point? So my point is that we all have this external definition as a shelter. Because we're afraid of who we really are. But I like those things. But don't you feel drowned by them sometimes? Well, I suppose. Sometimes. Suffocated. Perhaps. Think about it. You take the wife away, the car away, the job away, and what is left? Just you. Ian. Just me. You're right. I have always seen myself in relation to others. Ian, are you happy with your life? Sure. I mean, it's okay. No, don't give me that usual pre-programmed answer. Tell me, are you happy with your life? No. No, I'm not. Me neither. And that won't just change with therapy and goodwill. Our lives are gone. Are lost. Either we stay on this path. And we spend the next decade numb. With boring conversations. And watching crappy TV shows. Or we throw caution to the wind. 
and start over. We reclaim our identity. We go to Greenland. To, to Greenland. Greenland. But how are we going to do this? Oh, yes. Let's start with the easiest part. Quitting our jobs. That should be simple, right? Of course. Mail to our bosses. Take your phone out. I have it right here. Start with, Dear Mrs. Carlson. Dear Mr. White. Every day that we spent working together, a little part inside of me died. The work was boring. The conversation's obnoxious. And every time you opened your mouth, the inevitable stupidity that came out was only surpassed by the unbearable smell of your breath. I would recommend brushing your teeth several times every morning for the convenience of the poor bastards that still remained under your command. Because of that, and after much consideration, I've decided to terminate our work relationship. Please arrange any legal or monetary issues with my lawyer, whose number you will find in this mail. Regards, Ian Donovan. Anton Nismo. Send? Send. Do you feel it? Yes. I feel more... free. The wonders of unemployment. Free to do whatever I want. To whoever I want to be. But... Wait a moment, Anton. What about Kira and your girlfriend? I don't know if I'd call her my girlfriend. And how about your friends and families? Well, I don't speak to my family and my friends are more acquaintances. Well, same here. But we should do something about Kira and... Of course. A message should be enough, right? I don't see why not. How about this? Dear Kira, even if I love you, love is not enough. I'll depart tomorrow and you'll never see me again. I am sorry, but to stay would be unfair to you and unfair to me. Goodbye. I like it. I wrote this. Dear friend, tomorrow I am leaving the country never to come back. I will always remember you and everything we used to be. Always remember you? No, no, no. You're giving hope there. We want to forget and be forgotten. I will forget you the moment you receive this message. Much better. Please take care of Mike Roden. I will send you instructions. No, Anton. No more communication after this. Check online. Perfect. Now, send. Now what? Give me that. My phone! Genius. So, it is done. We don't have jobs. We don't need jobs. 
We don't need anything at all. No nine to five. No wife. No crotons. No endless Sundays visiting the in-laws. No extra hours working through the night. No houses with everlasting mortgages. No more arguments about what to do. Fighting over where to go. The shackles are off. ready in a couple of minutes. We would like to offer you a complimentary bottle of wine from Greenland while you wait. We are free. The first real free man in our generation. Or in the past several generations. We can go to Greenland if we want. Or anywhere in the world. And we have nothing that weighs us down. No family. No jobs. No friends. Oh. Oh, damn. Well, we're still. That's no good. There's no other way. One last hug? Of course. You've been like a brother to me. I'll miss you. I'll miss you too, my friend. You will always have a place in my heart. So, how we do this? Simple. You go to Greenland in the north, I go to New Zealand in the south. After a few years apart, we will just fall apart? No, that won't work. Distance is perfect for killing love, but it has no effect when it comes to friendship. We'll meet ten years later, and it'll be as if no time had passed. I know. I can hit you. You wouldn't. So, do you hate me now? Not really. Ian, your mother is a, a terrible cook. Uh, I haven't spoken to my mother in five years. I wouldn't know. Maybe her cooking has gotten better. Your sister is a terrible cook. Same. Your wife is a terrible cook? No, sorry. Ashley, I love your wife. Excuse me? It's cooking. I love your wife's cooking. 
she makes an excellent pasta carbonara. No, but you said, I love your wife. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Sorry, then. An unfortunate mistake. Anton, you look weird. No, I'm not. I've known you for 15 years. I know when you're hiding something. Anton, do you fancy my wife? Of course not. What kind of question is that? I'm hurt. Oh my God. You fancy my wife. I don't. Anton. Okay, I fancy your wife. This is outrageous. What kind of friend are you? Don't overreact, Ian. It's just an innocent crush. It's not that I would ever do anything. I've never kissed your wife. You kissed Kira? Okay, only once. And just because I saw that she needed support. A friend. It was a friendly kiss, like a father to a daughter. Oh, you are disgusting, Anton. And sometimes there wasn't even any passion in it. Sometimes? Well, how many times did you... Like the morning kisses. Our lips barely touched. I don't like kissing people just after they wake up. Wake up? What? Anton, did you sleep with Kira? Well, sleeping... Did you have sex with my wife? Do you really want to know the answer to that question? Oh my God. The married woman you've been seeing is Kira? Don't be like that, Ian. Take it as a compliment on your taste in women. I noticed that Kira was coming back late at night, working so many extra hours. Also, Ian, you and me both know that you're not enough for a woman like Kira. Hey, neither am I. Ourselves alone could have never made it with her, but together, as a team. That's why she was so distant. I mean, if you think about it, she got what she deserved. Dumped by her husband and lover at the same time. That will teach her a lesson, right? I even suspected that she was having an affair. But with you? I mean, with you? Well, it is not so strange after all. I mean, I am me. Have you ever seen yourself in the mirror? Every day, thank you very much. You have a hideous personality. Hideous? Yeah. Me and Kira used to set you up with friends of hers as a joke. Poor girls. After a night out with you, they were shattered. Wow. That is really mean of you. And now Kira is having an affair with you? So, all those times, when we double dated, you were just making fun of me? Every single time. Laughing behind your back. With Carly and Rebecca. <laughs> After going out with you, Carly left the country and Rebecca never called us again. But, but I liked Rebecca. She was so nice. You really made an impression on her. She never thought that a human being could exist as narcissistic and self-centered as you. I may have an awful personality, but at least I have one. You're just a blank in a blank, a confusion of meat and bones that does nothing but occupy space. At least I don't have your pathological obsession of always having to be the center of attention to suck the air out of the room. You're painfully boring. 
My Crowdon has more charisma than you. And who cares if nobody likes me? At least I like myself. Stop talking for a second. I never met somebody who loved so much the sound of his own voice. Always on your high horse with your beautiful wife and your respectable job. Until you realize that you hate your job and your wife is sleeping with your best friend. Every day you go back to your empty apartment. And it'll stay empty because you are a coward. Afraid of caring for anyone else but yourself. You'll die like you've always lived. Terrified and completely alone. You're a horrible person. And you're a sad, gruesome excuse for a human being. We did it. We are free now. I am sorry, sir, to inform you that there is no fish left. Your chicken will be ready in no time. I think... I think I'll go now. To Greenland? Maybe. I mean, I can go anywhere I want. I can do anything I want. Anton? Yes? Do you think it was worth it? Of course. We are free, Ian. Completely and absolutely free. Yes, of course. Of course we are. Completely and absolutely free. I am sorry, sir. Smoking is not allowed in here. The table will be ready in just a couple of minutes. Thank you, Rose. I'll wait here. Wine from Greenland was performed by Andrei Kalanan as Ian Donovan, Rahul Dewan as Anton Nismal, and Lisa Gallagher as Rose. Directed and produced by Alejandro Nicholson. <laughs>